Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This hour is brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, the official supermarket of the Red Sox Network. It's Arcand and Kyrie on WEEI. WEEI. Look at that. We got a switch up. We got a switch up this time. I know. It's like a remix. Yeah. How about that? You can always trust Jackson to give you some some fresh tunes. That's right. It's Christian Arkand, uh, Kyrie Thompson here. Sports Radio WEEI. Welcome in. How you doing? How you doing, man? I'm doing excellently, man. Uh, I will say, you know, we got a little water heater malfunction at the place, but it's getting fixed. I feel a lot better. Can finally take a hot shower for the first time in like three days. Now, this was like a three-day thing. For oh, me, yeah. Right? Like, uh-huh. This has been going on here oh, yeah. for a while. So yeah, how, yeah. how funky did it get in your house, I guess? Um, it's not great. No. Um, especially, <laughs> look, especially you got, you got a, got a little three-year-old in there stinking it up all over the place. Right. That also doesn't help. It doesn't help even when you do have hot water. Yeah. I yeah. mean, okay. She, she's got some, she's like a little grown person. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> there you go. That's all I'm going to say. I have an eighth month old. And if we didn't have hot water for even like a couple hours, Dead. it would be a, it would Dead. be a real problem yeah. in this my thing, house. The thing sure. is with like babies though, like you could like, you know, slap the good smelling stuff on them or That's whatever. Right. Like the you know, the baby powder and mm-hmm. stuff like that kind of scented thing is though my kid can't do scented stuff because she's got skin issues. Got yep, so, same here. Yeah, oh, got the oh, eczema. Oh, oh man, well, it's tough. Well, we'll compare notes. But, <laughs> right. Uh, right now, we got to talk about sports. What's up? <laughs> well, I mean, here's we my question really. for you both. We don't though. actually have to. Talk we don't. About we sports. don't have to talk I mean, about like, sports. You know what I mean? Like it's a nice day out. It's like the springtime. I for know. Some reason. I love. Uh, it. You know, I sort of feel like uh, pitchers and catchers should be reporting any day now. Uh, but yeah, I guess we could do some <laughs> sports. What do you got, Jackson? What's now, uh, are you guys? happier to be here and and not having to deal with that or do you feel bad like which is the uh the overwhelming feeling right there uh, i feel i feel more bad um, I'm happy to be out of the house. Didn't even have to think. About <laughs> well, 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 Didn't have to think for even one second. And I love my son. Well, yeah, He's great, no, but course. being out of the house is, oh, is amazing. No, no, see, I, I would think that being out of the house, especially on account of work, right. and you know having yeah. having to be like, somewhere hey, in I, certain time, is a respite. Like, so. hey, I, I like I got to work. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but especially look when when they're like eight months old. That's the thing. It's mostly like crying and changing diapers. Yeah, and you know napping and getting to rest in intermittent periods when they're when they're you know almost three years old i mean it's it's a little more fun like go right. for walks like i went for a walk earlier and uh, she builds things and reads and okay look last night i put her down to sleep she read an entire book by herself wow. by memory 
Damn. And I'm just, I videotaped it. I'm like, this kid is insane. <laughs> My son is a, a lamp, basically, at this point. He's a piece of furniture. Yes. Like, he doesn't yes. move. He doesn't crawl. He doesn't do anything. But uh, he's starting to. He's starting to figure out that he can move. So once that happens, uh, it's, a, it's a whole new ball game. Anyways, while you're uh, not here, you've also been working on uh, WEEI.com. Kyrie doing a lot of work. Yeah, but, holding up that Patriots coverage, you and Andy Hart. Well, once, or, once or twice, you know. Working on some as we speak. Yeah, and you had something up today about the uh, Derek Carr situation and uh, posing a question. Why don't you? I don't want to uh, take your thunder here. What was your question? Okay, I mean, basically, look, it's like this. So Eric at home of uh, NFL Media, nice guy, by the way. I've had him on a podcast a million years ago. Really mm-hmm. should have tried to get him back on First and Fox, bro. By the way, you get me back on First and Fox, bro. Too, I, I, I mean, well, of course. <laughs> well, you've been on First and Fox, bro, the last couple days because I've been I've been snaking our segments and throwing them on there. What? So, what? Yeah. So where's I got. My, where's my royalties for that? Yeah. No, I got. I really got to promote it. It's just you know everything's kind of thrown off this week because I'm not usually used to this thing. But I'll, right. I'll I'll get some promo for us. <laughs> but but look, make sure that you're downloading, subscribing, listening on the Free Odyssey yes. app and wherever you get your podcasts. But Eric at home basically he posed this. He had 11 spots, 11 potential locations that Derek Carr could end up now that it looks like he's on the outs. 11 different? That's a lot of locations. Yeah, I know, right? And, well, I mean, you think about that, right? That That's another a third thing. third of the league. W- without, without getting into the weeds, just yeah. think about that, man. So many teams are hurting for decent quarterback play. They really are. Right? Like, I mean, we, we get talking about, oh, yeah, we want we want elite quarterbacks. Everybody wants an elite quarterback, and, and only, like, Four or five teams actually have one, if that. Mm. And so you 11 different teams, this guy is pinpointing, that could use Derek Carr's services that could upgrade for them. And among them are your New England Patriots. Mm. And essentially the question, it boils down to this. Would you rather have Derek Carr or Mac Jones? Let me go ahead and ask you that question. Would you, if If they could trade for Derek Carr, would you do it? Um, I and would trade I, Mac Jones or it, Derek Carr. like straight up. Basically, I mean, I'm sure there one would for be one. Some, there'd there would, have to be money. That yeah, would yeah work, no, there so. there would be there would be money. There would be draft picks. Like it, it wouldn't be straight what's up Carr's conscious at a big contract. I feel like yeah, it is. it's it's three years, a hundred and twenty one million dollars, but it's very team friendly. Like mm. these cap hits, a team you, friendly forty million. Dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, you could you could trade for Carr. I mean, as it is right now, they could they could cut him and basically just walk away at the end of this. That's how crazy it is. Sure, it's a very team friendly deal. So if you traded for him, in theory, if the deal remains the same and they don't restructure it. They could basically have him for a year and be like, eh, not working for us. We're out of here. What would you think about that? I would think that that's a reasonable question and one that I might actually go for. And it's not because I think Mac Jones is a lost cause or anything, but I sort of wonder, like, in terms of the future of the team, I don't think that Kraft is going to just let Bill go. I don't think that he's going to move on. I think that Bill's still going to be here. And who's Bill going to be better with? Mac Jones, who's mfing all the coaches and doesn't seem like he trusts anybody or a veteran like Derek Carr who just got uh kind of humiliated by uh Josh McDaniels yeah, who's that's... now you know someone that Bill probably isn't all that lovey-dovey with either I don't know I think that um that for the Patriots it's an upgrade is it enough of one that you want to just throw out your potential future of uh, of Mac Jones normally I'd say no but if Bill's still going to be here and this situation with Mac doesn't resolve itself then yeah you have to do something don't you and and I guess that's the question for me, right? In theory, Derek Carr does not move the needle enough for me right. to be like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and throw away a quarterback that we've already seen can be competent in the NFL with an actual offensive coordinator, throw him out, 
going into his third year of a rookie contract where he's still affordable, you could still add a bunch of really good pieces around him and and perhaps elevate him and then see if he can elevate his his teammates as, as he continues to get more experience in the league. But, I mean, at this point, I think it's fair to wonder if they are already souring on Mac Jones, you've got these questions about is is Mac Jones a dirty player, right? You know, is is he, you know, is he coachable and you know, is, is he gonna fit with what I want to do? And, and I mean, yeah, maybe I don't agree with all those questions, but I think that right now there there are gotta be enough concerns about the way that he's regressed this year where you're probably not thinking anymore about, oh yeah, after year three, I'm gonna go ahead and throw money at this guy. Yeah. You're if, you're not you're not having that discussion right now. You're not talking about giving Mac Jones thirty five million a year at this point. No. No that's, way. That's out the window. I mean, that's out the window now. Uh at the end of last season coming into this one, it was still definitely on the table, but now I'd say it's not. Um the the big thing that has me hesitant here is you bring in Derek Carr with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge still running the offense, and that's and what, what the hell's happen. the difference? And that's what can't happen. At that point, like, and, and look, we've been talking about the Bill O'Brien deal as that's definitely for Mac Jones, right? Because of the Alabama connection and, uh, you know, Bill O'Brien is there coaching a college offense now and he should know about what to do with these RPOs and he's bit, he knows what to do with two tight ends in a way that, uh, you know, the last two offensive coordinators apparently couldn't figure things out. But, I mean, there's no reason that Bill O'Brien or something like that couldn't be good for Derek Carr, too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no uh, there's no reason to think that he wouldn't be. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough one. You're talking about a difference in age of about seven years. Uh, Derek Carr, I think it was three or four years ago, I want to say, was like third in the MVP race. So, I mean, it's a guy who has shown that he can play the position and uh, shown that he can play it at a high level in the past. He had 4,800 passing yards last year. This past year, though, has really got me wondering because for Carr, I feel like he was set up about as well as any quarterback in the league's been set up. Like, he had an offense like the the kind that Tua was given. You know, yeah. you have one of the best wide receivers in the league. You have a tight end who's considered a top tight end in the league. I don't know if he is anymore. Um, Renfro, who's a good uh, slot yeah. receiver. Like, you had a great running back who can catch passes. He had everything you could possibly want. And the Raiders this year were maybe the most disappointing team in the NFL. And I know Even that he's getting blamed yeah. for it. He's getting blamed more than, you know, McDaniels because McDaniels has the power to bench him and, you know, keep him away from the team for the last two weeks. But I also feel like he played a role in that too. Yeah, and I mean, he, he wasn't up to code. I think that people expected that defense to be a little bit better as well. Um, not, I don't know that they've necessarily been horrible, right? But they got Max Crosby. They got good players on 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 that unit. But I think people are looking at them like, okay. Uh, and I mean, Dan Orlovsky brought mm-hmm. this up that since they since Carr's been in the league, he's had on average the worst defense in football, right? So yeah. I mean, that that's something to keep in mind. At the same time, we always throw the blame at the quarterback. Right. And, and I mean, we're doing it here. We're doing it here with Mac Jones. Sure. Right. If, well, speaking uh, of which, are they more disappointing than Denver? Really? Oh, Denver was so bad. Denver was supposed to get better. They were supposed to be like, I mean, Russell Wilson was supposed to be, you know. The, Russell their, Wilson's been worse than, than Derek Carr. You're right about that. Well, All right. And, I'll, and, I'll give you the Broncos. Both of those teams, I but think. But their defense is pretty good. So, they're, I mean, sure. their defense is playoff caliber. Yep. They have a really good defense, and you're supposed to be able to put. Russell Wilson with, you know, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and, and and some of these other receivers they've got and have that offense take off. And no, I'll say they they've definitely been the probably the biggest disappointment in football because they are putrid. Yeah. Russell Wilson is cooked. He's terrible. 
And I think with with the Raiders, there were enough people questioning. Carl looks like Joe Montana next to Russell Wilson right and, now. And, and that's the thing. Before yeah. the year was started, there were enough people who were saying, eh, I'm not really feeling this whole Raiders thing because I don't buy Derek Carr. Most people thought when, when I said Kansas City was still going to be good and they were still going to win that division, they were like, really? You don't think Denver is going to win? I'm like, nope. Don't trust Russ. Yeah, uh, hard to do that. Um, Devontae Adams had something to say about Derek Carr getting benched. And this is important because, you know, you, you set up an offense, you make a big trade to bring in a guy like Adams, and Adams is obviously a once-in-a-generation type of talent. But he has a connection to Derek Carr that goes all the way back to their college days, and he's basically saying, I came here to Vegas just to play with this guy. Do you have the audio there, uh, Jackson? Listen to this. Um, obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. Um, him being one of, one of my really good friends and, you know, the reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now if he wasn't, uh, you know, if he wasn't here. So um, I think everybody knows how I feel about him. And, and you know, with that said, there's, uh, there's uh, a process of how things go. And I'm not going to sit here and, and go on and on. But obviously I support my guy. And, uh, you know, I, you know, we, we got to finish the season out, you know, the best way we can possible with, you know, all things considered at this point. But, uh yeah, any, anything else that you guys got, you can you can leave that for for culture. So that's, I mean, that that to me is is almost a bigger problem. Like you alienate Derek Carr, fine, you know, you're going to move on from him. It seems like Josh McDaniels did do the same sort of thing in Denver. He came in there and he blew out uh, uh, Jay Cutler before the season even started, and uh, went on with Kyle Orton. And I don't know. And that then probably, Brandon Marshall ended up jumping ship a couple of years. Marshall after left, that. right? Yeah, I mean that rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way. And what do you know? McDaniels flamed out. You know, he had a good half a year, and then the next uh, the season finished. The next year, he's fired. So like that's. You know, that's kind of – I don't know if it's exactly what's going on here because they did just make a big trade for Adams right before McDaniels got there. I have to assume he signed off on that and that he was all about it. But now you've not only uh, benched your starting quarterback while you're still alive for the playoffs, but you may have just about uh, alienated the best player on your team. Yeah, and you know what? I think that there's – you wonder why that is, and I feel like maybe there's some embarrassment here, that it wasn't supposed to be like this. We're supposed to have Devontae Adams, Mm. and this whole thing was supposed to take off, and yet it raises questions about the Josh McDaniels offense. I mean, I have J.T. O'Sullivan – um, you know, the QB school mentioned this at one point that it's kind of an atypical system that is a bit counterintuitive. And so you wonder about a veteran quarterback learning that for the first time and maybe just not quite getting it. And I think it happened with Cam Newton. Maybe in hindsight, that was more what it was instead of people thinking, oh, Cam Newton doesn't know how to run an NFL offense and he's stupid and whatnot. And it's like that it's different. And then I wonder about Mac Jones, conversely, coming in and running you know, this, this sort of atypical right. offense, and then now all of a sudden he's running something more conventional and simple, and he's just like, what do I do? Because it, it's counterintuitive now, whereas other people who have learned NFL offenses before might think Josh McDaniels is counterintuitive. So, you know what? It, it's an interesting question of if you traded – car for mac like would mac immediately just go back into that and be like oh this makes total sense now let's rock and you know what would they even would they keep the band together over there yeah would it still be Devonte adams and darren waller would they start trading people away and blow it up i mean there are really so many variables to think about
If you traded Mac to Las Vegas, Mac would pack his bags and be out of town and be whistling the whole way there. You probably, know, he'd be he'd be point, yeah. uh, doing the gritty all the way to the airport, probably. Oh my God, be the worst <laughs> gritty of all time. But, Definitely you know, yeah. would. But he would be happy. You know, he'd be happy to get out of here and go back with uh, with Josh McDaniels. I think that's clear. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's your phone number. We talked with Dan Orlovsky uh, yesterday, and uh, if Carr's getting benched, that's the beginning of a quarterback carousel. We're going to uh, take a couple of stabs at where these quarterbacks are going to end up landing. That's coming up right after the trend. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Celtics host the Clippers tonight. Tip-off is at 7.30. And Jalen Mills, Adrian Phillips, Marcus Jones, Damian Harris, and Jack Jones all missed practice today as the Patriots prepare for the Dolphins on New Year's Day. Thursday night football tonight is between the Titans and the Cowboys. Derek Henry and Tony Pollard are out Josh Dobbs is starting over Malik Willis for the Titans. You can hear that game right here with coverage starting at 7.30. And that is what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. It's Arcand and Kyrie on WEEI. Yeah, I think Brady could be on the, uh, you know, because I, I don't think if Brady plays, he stays in Tampa. So 
Brady could be on the market. Derek Carr, I mean, Derek Carr, since he's coming to the NFL, has had the 32nd ranked defense. He's had the worst defense in football since he was a Raider. He's never had a defense that was in the top 20 in the NFL. So you're talking about a dude that you could win a ton of games with. Sports Radio WEEI, it's Christian Arcan, it's Kyrie Thompson here with you until 6 p.m. We're going to talk with uh, Tommy Curran in about an hour from now, so looking forward to that. That was Dan Orlovsky from our conversation yesterday. We asked him about the uh, car benching is at the beginning of a quarterback carousel and uh, what names are going to be out there. He says yes, and I agree with him. I think that this is the uh, first domino to drop, and I think unlike the last time there was a uh, big quarterback carousel with potentially Tom Brady implications in it, I don't think these teams are going to sit on their hands like they did last time. Um, if Carr's out, uh, there's a lot of teams that would certainly like him. Let's go ahead and start with Derek Carr. Where uh, would you see him as a good fit? So I think that, I don't know, for some reason the Patriots isn't really screaming it for me. Mm-hmm. I think a team like, I've seen him link to the Jets, and I feel like that would be an interesting one in that they have a really good defense. And if you get Brees Hall back, then you have a really good running game as well. So you almost like, you get to duplicate to to an extent what you had in Las Vegas, though you don't have Devontae Adams and, and a really, really, really good receiving core just yet, right. but you have but you have a decent receiving core. You have a good running back because they, they have that in Josh Jacobs down there. You can hand the ball off to Brees Hall and he can go ahead and do his thing. You've got a really, really good defense because the Patriots have, have, a, have a good defense. That Jets defense is much better. And so you're not necessarily putting a ton of pressure on on Derek Carr, he's a little bit more of a game-managing type of guy. You could use him in that role, and I think he could probably do pretty well in it. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would work out okay. If I'm the Jets, I'd probably want to go bigger than that, especially if you if know, you can Aaron yeah. Rodgers and Tom Brady. Some of these names are out there. I know those guys are old, but you know you, you you roll the dice with one of them while you draft the next guy, and then you sort of go from there. Especially if they've given up on Wilson, which I think they have to at this point. Um, Tennessee, we just found out the Tennessee Titans are going with uh, Josh Dobbs this weekend. Yeah, that's really interesting. They're probably in the market for a new quarterback. Um, the San Francisco 49ers, I would imagine, is a team that's in the uh, potential market. If Rodgers leaves, there's Green Bay. Um, there's a lot of different teams here that I think uh, once this once this starts going, it's you know who knows where it's gonna where it's gonna end up. The Patriots do have a good defense. They have the type of uh, receiving core that I think. Uh, quarterback wouldn't run away from and wouldn't be uh, upset with but I also think that there's just a lot of other teams out there that are just set much better than they yes. are it just for success for a quarterback if you have your choice if you're the type of quarterback with a no trade clause or you know you're out there getting ready for a sign a big free agent uh, contract and you're getting wined and dined by all these teams you know the Patriots have to be have to be low on the list of uh, of attractive places just based on the personnel around them and the people calling the plays. This is a dysfunctional offense right now. Who wants to come to this? Yeah, and the thing is, they've got to get that part figured out. And then even once you get that figured out, you get a real play caller like a Bill O'Brien or, or what what have you. Mm-hmm. Then you still got to figure out who you're throwing to. Because the other thing is, okay, right now in its current configuration, this receiving core is okay. And kind of like average sort of at best i would say i wouldn't say they're horrible but they're they're average and i think you want better than that if you're a free agent quarterback who's trying to win a super bowl you don't want to try to play with average you want to play with really good and you know somebody mentioned the miami dolphins if you don't have if you don't have Tua available 
then maybe you you would take a swing at a guy like that, somebody who's maybe not necessarily the, the biggest game hunter in terms of throwing the ball down the field, but, hey, who needs to be – I mean, Tua's not like that. No. He, I mean, he, he's, he's more on accuracy and, and anticipation. If I'm a free agent quarterback, Miami's number one on my list, not just because it's really nice to live down there, but because that's an yeah, offense that it, you know you got. Right, and it, re- and it really depends on what they end up doing with Tua. But the other thing about the Patriots – is that that receiving core could look way different. Yeah. We, we have we have no idea what's going to end up happening. Nelson Aguilar is a free agent. Kendrick Bourne is technically under contract, but you could move on from it if you're dissatisfied with him. Um you know if he if he's uh you know kind of too far in the doghouse to get out of it, you could move on from him if you want. Jacoby Myers, the biggest name on there so far, your best receiver, the most productive one. He, you might not re-sign him. Who knows what his future is going to be? Devontae Parker's probably here, but he doesn't have to be. I mean, they're the only guy that is guaranteed to be there next year is Tyquan Thornton. That's it. Wow. Yeah, I guess so. I huh. mean, like, yeah, there are guys under contract, but they they are not guaranteed no. to be here. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's the phone number. The uh, quarterback carousel has uh, kicked off a little bit early here. Is Derek Carr getting benched for the last two games of the year? Like, bet not just benched. They said don't even show up. Yeah, you're don't done. show up. Bye. Don't get dread. Don't put on a helmet. Don't do anything. Don't even. Don't even. Don't come, uh, don't come to the facility. Use up a parking space. No, <laughs> like, we don't want you here at all. Don't Which, don't talk to us on Zoom. Yeah, that's bold considering that you know Jared Stidham is a uh, is a a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you can't he, you he, can't he take is, that away. But he is I mean, an NFL quarterback. My God, you know what? Something happens to him, or uh, who's their backup after that? I don't even know if they have a backup. That's after a great him. question. I got to figure out what what's going on. They there. They have some like emergency practice squad guy because Josh if something happens Jacobs. to Stidham and I'm Derek Carr, I'm saying, uh, sorry, you told me to be away from the team for two weeks like, and it, that's where I am. I'm not coming back there. Hey, I'm not playing it, for you. Yeah, it's like, hey, Devontae, I know that uh, you were trying to come here to play with Derek Carr, but since we benched him, do you want to play quarterback? Can you do that? <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, six one seven. By the way, Jared Stidham yes. has not started an NFL game before, so there's that. Yeah, he's never started. Right. He didn't start for, uh, he came in a couple games for the Patriots. Yeah. Never started. Did start that uh, preseason game where the Raiders kicked the crap out of the Patriots in week three, but that was not a uh, regular season game. Let's go to the phones, talk to David. He is in the car with a thought on the uh, Derek Carr versus Mac Jones discussion. Go ahead, David. Hey, guys. Thank you for taking the call. So, you, got it. you know what? I'll keep Mac. I, Carr is not the right guy to come in, in here. I think that would be a waste. I think what the, the Raiders are doing is they're making space, so to speak. They're getting ready for Brady. That's what they're doing. Brady's going to move on. We know he's going to play. And I pick they're either he's either going to play the Raiders or he'll play for the Niners. And I think there's a very strong possibility he will go to the Raiders. And this is why they're sitting car. They're playing Stenham. You know, it's two games. They're really not going to make the playoffs anyway. You know, it gives some value for Stenham as well, either, either to be a backup or trade him. But I don't think Carr is coming here. I don't think that the uh, Patriots would go – you know, through a, a change like that, it wouldn't be the right move, in my opinion. Okay. And uh, also, I just, yes. I just want to give a shout out. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys heard about it. Pele, the, the real yes. code of soccer, passed away today. Um, you know, actually, I was telling the, the, the gentleman who answered the phone. So that's your real goat when everybody talks about the goat of soccer. Pele, three World Cups, you can't touch him. I don't care, Cristiano. Messi, none of those guys, they can't touch him. All right, thanks for the call, David, and you're right. I mean, for a a large portion of my life, probably yours too, are about the same age. Pele was considered the greatest athlete in the world. And I mean, that's one of the first 
athletes I ever knew about, like ever yeah. learned about outside of, you know, the, the locals that grew up in Chicagoland. So I was, a, you know, big, I was a big White Sox fan and all that. But just in terms of international stars, yeah, Pele was was number one on the list of like, wow, I'm reading about this guy everywhere. Yeah, he grew up in Boston uh, in the '80s. Anyway, you know, you had your, who's the best basketball player? We all knew it was Larry Bird at the time. Who was the best baseball player and football and hockey and all that? And then it was all kids played soccer. You know, like every yeah. single kid in America played soccer. Who was the best soccer player? It was Pele. And uh, I didn't. I don't know if I ever saw a single Pele game, but I can tell you that uh, his, his name just was. It was synonymous with being the greatest. I mean, you know? come on, like, like Muhammad Ali or you know, like guys like that. It's like, it's like when you're when you're known by one name, you're for real. <laughs> yeah, like come on, uh, definitely. Um, he's not doing uh, the uh, car for Mag trade. Thinks that Derek Carr is not the right guy for this type of team. I'll tell you what, I think Derek Carr is exactly the right kind of quarterback for this team. A uh, sort of short passing kind of guy who doesn't take a ton of chances, doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I mean, I know he does have some uh, problems there, but it's not like he's someone who's constantly unleashing the dragon down the field. Like he's sort of a dinker and a dunker, and he's, I think that's exactly what this team needs. He is so interesting because he has the requisite arm strength to do it. He could, yeah, but it just feels like when you when you watch him throw the football, he just so doesn't want to do it. He does not want to – most quarterbacks would probably tell you, Mac will tell you, like, yeah, I want to push the ball down the field. And I think most of the time, you know, a quarterback would probably tell you, yeah, sure. But most quarterbacks would probably tell you they want to throw the ball down the field when their guy's open by five yards. Yeah. The rest of the time, you're probably like, oh, let me go ahead and throw this short. Nice, easy slants or, or crossers or something easy that I don't have to throw a pick and everybody will be mad at me. Like, Derek Carr just strikes me as that kind of guy sometimes where he just throws the ball down the field and it looks so – it looks timid. Yeah. It looks scared. It does. Uh, let's try Tim in Hanover. I think he has a different opinion on the Carr for Mac trade. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, guys, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Hey, I just I just want to say, Christian, I think you're wrong on Kyle, man. I called in about a third of the season, and I and all this crap was stopping with Mac back then, and I said, hey, you know what? If people aren't happy with him, I'd rather see Bill trade him to Josh and have Josh trade Carr over here because they think they're going to get a good product. Carr is not a good quarterback. He was decent for a while. He does throw a lot of picks, and I'll tell you what, he's inconsistent like Goff and a bunch of others. Sometimes they'll play great, and then a lot of times they're just not doing it, man, and that's why Josh is getting rid of him, I can tell you right now. And the thing is with Mac, he's not a dirty player on top of that. You know why I say that? It's because, look, he couldn't even get out of the way of, um, uh, what's his, Jones? It was a channel, Jones, the guy yeah, that was going to run him over. I, yeah, couldn't even get out of his way. He was, like, scared to death. He thought he would have. Right, we're losing you, Tim. Thanks for the call. I, you're right. Derek Carr does lead the league in interceptions, I think, this year. But in his career, I don't think he's been a uh, high-volume interception guy. I may be wrong about that. I'll go back and check. But Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll to check. It's four, 14 interceptions. So, I mean, he's, 20, it's not like he's leading by a lot, yeah, right? 20, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. I think passing numbers in, in a lot of ways are kind of down this year. A lot more running of the football. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you look I mean, at Jan, it. Like, Josh Allen has 13, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, like the career numbers. You know, 217 touchdown passes, 99 interceptions. And he has had, what, four straight years until this year. It's not going to happen this year, probably, um, unless he has a couple of big games. But four years coming into this year of over 4,000 yards hmm. and almost 5,000 yards last year. It's not like the guy's terrible. But, but again, it, it, it's like, what are we talking about here? Is he a franchise quarterback that, that elevates you to, to a championship? Does he, does he make you a Super Bowl contender? 
No. But like take take Derek Carr and, and trade him for Mac Jones right now. Are the mm-hmm. Patriots a super cool bowl contender just because no. Carr's here? No. They're not a no. Derek Carr away from, from that no. change. They're no. not any they're not one player away at any position from that changing, I don't think. No, I mean not even a Tom Brady. Because right. here's the thing, right? You could bring Tom Brady back here right now. Tom Brady as he is, who's still a very good football player, he's not taking this team to a Super Bowl either. Because yeah. there's too much wrong going around around the quarterback right now for even Tom Brady to make this work. And the thing is, like again, I feel like people are like, oh, yeah, just bring back Tom Brady and, and go for it for you know one, one last hurrah. I feel like we already saw this. 2019. We saw this in 2019 yeah. where he's throwing to mediocre receivers and, and things aren't working out, and he's yelling at guys, get open. Like, what's wrong with you? And they, get, and they lose in the first round. Like, this isn't new stuff, right? You can't – we can't ask quarterback – it's one thing to ask quarterbacks to elevate – um, you know, good rosters, but to ask a quarterback to just like transcend horrible dysfunction, come on, we can't ask them to do that. Yeah, the uh, the wide receivers in that game in the 2019 game that Tom Brady was throwing to were uh, Julian Edelman. He played in that game. Nikhil Harry, Benjamin Watson on his second tour of duty here in New England, Mohamed Sanu, Philip Dorsett. Yeah, they ain't happening. That was your group. Yeah, I mean that, and James White too. But and, like that and, was your and, group of pass catchers. And this group, primary is, pass catchers. And this group is better than that one. And mm-hmm. I'd still say it's not enough. No, it's definitely not. I don't think it is either. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number. Let's go down to Miami across enemy lines. Talk to Alex. Let's go. Uh, who wants to uh, ask a question about the Patriots defense? Go ahead, Alex. Hi. Right, good afternoon, guys. Thank What's you up? for taking my call. I'm just curious. Uh, what kind of defense do you think Belichick will play on Sunday against the Dolphins? Is he either going to go zone, man-to-man, or is he going to try to do the same exact thing that the last four teams that have beaten the Dolphins have done? I'll just listen to you guys, your opinion. Thanks for the call, Alex. I'll tell you this. Whatever he does, he's going to have to patch it together because all of his cornerbacks are hurt. Yes. Uh, the Jack Jones has a con- – not Jack Jones. Uh, Marcus Jones has a concussion. He's probably not going to play. Jack Jones and Jalen Mills for the second straight day, third straight day now, uh, haven't been uh, spotted at the media portion. They're probably going to be DNPs. means they're probably yeah. not going to play. Um, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how you're going to patch this together. I'd imagine you're not going to see a ton of man-to-man well, uh, <laughs> when you got your fifth stringers, when you got Sean Wade out there. You're going to have him man-to-man with Jalen Waddell? Like, no way. Jonathan Jones man-to-man with Hill? I don't know. I, I wouldn't do that even if everyone was healthy. Yeah, see, the interesting thing is, like, some of the teams that have had success against the Dolphins have done it by getting physical with Tyreek Hill and mm. some of these guys at the line of screen. Because Tyreek Hill is faster than everyone, right? But he's still only, like, I mean, he's sturdy, but he's still only, like, 5'10". He's not, yeah. a, he's not a really, really big guy. So you go ahead and you knock him off course. You disrupt the timing of some of these routes, which is especially a big deal when Tua is playing because Tua is basically, like, it's all timing. He's three steps, and he's throwing the ball. He doesn't care if you're looking. He doesn't care if, if a defender might be there. He's just throwing it because that's where it's supposed to go. And that has worked at times. Like, I know I saw it in week one where he's throwing the ball to a spot. And the receiver's not open. The defender's not looking. And the receiver turns around, drills him in the face mask, and he converts it for a, a first down. And it's like there's no there's no defense for that because nobody's ready for this ball. The thing is, though, if you disrupt that timing, then you have something there. Teddy Bridgewater is a different kind of player, though, and I feel like this could be a situation where, I mean, it's going to be a mix. Every, everything is always going to be a mix. I would say, you know what, if you if you want to play around here, go go with the zone, make Bridgewater hold the ball, see if Matthew Judon can get after them a little bit up front, Josh Uche can get after them with a the four-man rush, Christian Barmore is back too, so see if you can get after them with a four-man rush, 
at the same time, you can't sit there. If, you're, if your pass rush isn't getting home, then you can't sit there and let Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle just run around the entire time because right. they're going to get open. They're going to find windows. There's going to have to be blitzes at some point. There's going to have to be man-to-man coverage at some point. You just have to get there. And, and that's part of the bread and butter of this defense is doing things like having Matthew Judon and you know, looping in on a five-man rush. That's how they get a lot of sacks there. Yeah. So it's going to have to happen. But I think that you're probably going to see a lot of different looks. I think you got to play press man a little bit, bump Tyreek Hill off, and then disguise it, right? Go ahead and play maybe you know, some, some you know, show press man, bump him off, but then you're playing cover two. Things like that. Yeah, uh, you're right about the passer. It's a great point. You know, the only the only way you can really help out these guys in the secondary, the Bryants of the world and the Sean Wades of the world, and Jonathan Jones is their best corner, but, I mean, he's going to be out there by himself, basically. The only way you can help them is have them not have to defend for that long, right? Because you got to give Uche and Wise and, uh, and Judon and some guys who have been big impact players this year can uh, can turn that up against Miami and their, uh, and their tackles are up the middle, however they do it. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting because Teron Armstead has, like, four different injuries. In- yeah, that right. he's managing. So, I mean, will he even be able to go? And if he does, what's he going to look like? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, you look at the uh, injury report. He's got like five things. <laughs> he's got all it, these it, different it's problems. Like, it's like peck, knee, you know, foot. I don't know, whatever it is. I got to look it up, but it's there's like four different things. It's RSV, yes. <laughs> just all sorts of stuff. Anyway, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. The quarterback carousel going around. Um, we're going to ask another question coming up next. Who are the worst quarterbacks in the league this year? <laughs> it's a it's a different question. We're asking where the good ones are going to go. But what about the really bad? Who was the worst? The worst of the worst. Twenty twenty two is almost over. I know. And who it's I'm time to going with. it's time to ask the question. I got some I got some theories as well. There's some uh, pretty good candidates. Worst quarterback in the league next. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That's your phone number. It's Sports Radio W E E I Boston Sports Originals. Christian Arcan, Kyrie Thompson here with you. Going until six o'clock. We'll be joined in forty five minutes or so uh, by the great Tommy Curran. We'll get his take on uh, all things Patriots as we get closer and closer to this uh, very important Dolphins matchup on Sunday. Um, before we uh, before we broke uh, last segment, I posed the question: Who are the worst quarterbacks in the league this year? It's a question that I think is sort of tough to answer because there were a lot of guys who got benched. There was a lot of guys who got hurt, um, people who didn't have uh, complete seasons. So I want to sort of cut through some of those. I mean, the uh, the Trubisky's and the Kenny Pickett's of the world, like they were bad, obviously, but were they the worst in the league? Who do you have as the worst quarterback in the league this year? Zach Wilson. To, to me, it's, it's not just the numbers. It's literally just like that guy looks like he can't play NFL football. Like that's, that's number one to me. How about you? I think mine's Russell Wilson. And I know that uh, Zach Wilson had worse numbers. Zach Wilson is a second-year player. He obviously sucks. Uh, Russell Wilson, they moved heaven and earth to bring him in there. You know, with expectations as high as they were. I don't think Zach Wilson's expectations were as high. And that's not the question. I know that. But I think that uh, watching Russell Wilson and watching him play, there were a couple of games where he would take a snap and he wouldn't even drop back. He just turned side. He got the snap and he just turned sideways. And the pockets collapsing around him, and it's like he didn't even know it. Like it was, it was like watching a guy uh, who had his memory erased try and relearn how to play quarterback. That's what it looked like watching him play this year. That's what I've heard a couple of times that he was so off that he, he just so like flummoxed by trying to learn this new offense that he was starting to revert to hand signals and things that he used <laughs> with the Seattle Seahawks, and the receivers are just like, we don't know what those are. <laughs> We we weren't in Seattle with you, Russ. Like, I mean, his brain just looks like it was absolutely broken by this Nathaniel Hackett experience. So I would say 
if you're talking about the most disappointing quarterback, hmm. then he's probably up there. Yeah, because he's he's a guy who seems to be playing himself out of like a couple of years ago, you could have seen a, a case for Russell Wilson to be a Hall of Famer. Sure. Right? Could you see that now? No. I mean, and it's not it's not just this year. The last couple of years that he's been declining, and this is just the latest. There will be a debate for him when it's time. Yeah, but I don't. Course. I think it's not. It's not a sure thing anymore. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, he was playing at an MVP level for a couple of years there, yeah. and now when you talk about let Russ cook, he's out there cooking things completely <laughs> raw and serving them to you, and it's like, nope, I'm not about that. Um, Can so, I enter an exhibit here, please? Absolutely. Go uh, ahead. When you asked the question, when you made the tease before the commercials. You asked who's the worst quarterback in the league right now, mm-hmm. and uh, Kyrie just left on a very, very evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he knew his answer right away. <laughs> that's true. And uh, listen, it wasn't. We gotta not... keep that forever. You understand that? Right? Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. That's like Doctor Evil. Um, Zach Way better Wilson, than Doctor Evil. Uh, Russell Wilson. There's some other names out there that we could uh, that we could toss out. So, so I let's think. say let's say if we got a top five list of bad quarterbacks, we've got two. The Mount Rushmore of ass quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So so, we so if we're talking about Mount Rushmore, that's, Zach Wilson is. Uh, we've George Washington. <laughs> and, uh, Russell Wilson is, um, I don't is know. John Adams. John, well, is, is he on there? No, I don't even know who's on Mount Rushmore. You know what? I've been there, too. Uh, who's on Mount Rushmore? Abraham Lincoln, yep. George Washington, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, and FDR. And FDR. Yeah, FDR okay. okay. So let's make... Uh, wait, wait. Is FDR on it? Uh, Roosevelt and Lincoln. No, it goes no, no, Washington, Jefferson, Jefferson, Roosevelt, Jefferson, Roosevelt, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. FDR's not on there, there, there we go. Yeah, All right, so, so Zach got, is uh, George got, Washington. Thomas Jefferson is Russell Wilson. Yeah, so de- um, definitely, definitely got to go back to school on that one. Okay, so we got, we got two, we got two out of four. Uh, yeah, we got two out of four. All right, who's our Roosevelt? Who? Or, give me yours. Um, I think it might be Mac Jones. Unfortunately, Ooh. I think it might be Mac. I would not put him as worse than Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson. No, 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 no. But I'd say he's in the conversation of the top five worst quarterbacks in the league this year statistically. I mean, I don't know how you could how you could deny it. I'm not saying it's even 100% his fault, but we're talking about who was the best, who was the worst. He's in the, he's in the bottom. He's at the bottom of the list. I'm sorry. So, so I put Mac there at third. I mean, so, the fourth has to be whatever asshat's playing for Houston. At, at this very <laughs> Davis Mills. So, so, that's, yeah. that, so that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about Mount Rushmore, Mac's not on mine, but he's, but he's the runner-up. Okay. So... Zach Wilson, we got we got Zach and Russell Wilson, Davis Mills, who's I mean, yeah, he's, he's atrociously horrible down there in Houston, and I'd say Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Good one. Carson Wentz is pathetically bad, and hey, he's going to get a chance to play because Taylor Heineke is well. I mean, everybody was enamored with Taylor Heineke for a little bit there, and then everybody remembered that he's Taylor Heineke and he's not that good. So now Carson Wentz gets to come back with the season on the line and see if the Commanders can make the playoffs. And they're going to find out that Carson Wentz is, you know, once again bad, hot probably, garbage, and they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But if look, if you're talking about like if you're one of those people who likes EPA per play, like I do, you know, and you and you go on uh, RBSDM stats, you know, kind of the Ben Baldwin site, Mac Jones is the fifth worst quarterback in the league by you know uh, you know estimated points added per play and completion you know, percentage over expectation. You know, obviously, I know it's a lot, a lot of words, a lot of acronyms and numbers there, but there is a metric out there that says that Mac Jones is the fifth-worst quarterback in football. Well, there you go. So there you go. You can, um, have, you can put them there if you want. All right. So uh, your Roosevelt is, uh, is um, Davis Mills. 
Mine was uh, Mac. I guess which one has my, the longest neck for my Abraham? <laughs> that, that's what I got to know. Which one has the longest? neck? I think neck? Washington, right? He's the one. He's sort of looking off to the side. Like, well, then that might have to be Davis Mills. <laughs> there you go. Davis Mills, very long. He's neck. basically a prosauropod. <laughs> if anybody knows what what those are, go go look those up. Former dinosaur guy here. Go look up what an Ankisaurus is, like a prosauropod. It's okay. literally Davis Mills. I'm giving Davis Mills a break because that team just sucks so badly that I don't think anything was. He was never expected to put up any good numbers this year. Uh, in Instead, instead of uh, Davis Mills, I'm going to give my Abraham Lincoln spot on Mount Rushmore to Matt Ryan as the fourth worst quarterback in the league right. this year. Uh, benched multiple times, I think. Uh, I know he went down with an injury at one point, too, and his overall numbers aren't the worst I've ever seen. But uh, he was he was really bad. They expected him to come in there and uh, and fix up that offense, and he definitely could not do it. And uh, you know, now you see sort of basically the end of his career. So I'd have him fourth, and my runner-up would be Marcus Mariota, another guy who got benched. Not someone who I think had big expectations or whatever, no, but yeah. a third overall pick, whatever he was, like a guy who should be better than he is. Um, I thought he really sucked this year for Atlanta, too. Yep. Nope. He's he's definitely bad. I mean, Des, Desmond Ritter is, is is one of those guys. I understand that they want to get a look at him, but coming out, I never really cared for Desmond Ritter at all. So to me, if you want to see Desmond Ritter over Marcus Mariota, which is not a surprise to me at all, because I've seen Marcus Mariota play this year and it's not very good. Um, that tells you all you need to know about Marcus Mariota. He was always going to be a placeholder. It's kind of how I feel about Trubisky in Pittsburgh as well. So, I mean, like, Trubisky was always going to cede that job to Kenny Pickett. There was no way he was holding it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Texter says, uh, not only do you guys not know football, but you don't know anything. Mount Rushmore, are you kidding me? It's four guys. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, we, I mean, don't, I mean, we don't really know anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, sure, sue me. I don't know four old dudes on a mountain. Like, I'm sorry, I learned about that like 20 years ago. I know. It's not really top of mind for me. So Although I, you, did, you did study dinosaurs. Yeah, I did study dinosaurs, and perhaps they would count under that, but uh, they're not my favorite kind, so we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. I actually went and saw Mount Rushmore. Uh, me and some friends, because I went to school out in Colorado, so we drove up to South Dakota, wherever it is. Yeah, see, and, uh, I see, I, I checked it out. So I really, it is. You went to school next to the state, and you still don't know where it is. That's how uninteresting it is. No see, idea. I, I've literally never been to Mount Rushmore, so like I said, sue me. Don't care. I knew it was Washington on one end, Lincoln on the other end. Two guys in the middle. Yeah. Mm, Ben Franklin, like if you told me Ben Franklin was on my Rushmore, I'm like, it. yeah, sure, yeah, of course. Is it as uninteresting as the old man in the mountain in New Hampshire? Hey, 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 Rest hey, in hey. peace, by the way. Bite Rest your tongue, sir. <laughs> the old man in the mountain was uh, was not charted, carved into the mountain. This that is was true. au naturel, my friend. That is very, very different. The old man in the mountain was not uh, meant to be one person. It was not, you know, a tribute to some president. That was just a man. That was Holy a man crap, up on I the triggered mountain. Arcane. Yes, you did. I don't like people talking bad about the old man <laughs> okay, in the mountain. Okay, okay, when so the old man in the mountain fell down i cried wow. i cried wow. wept when i when the old Woo. man crumbled Woo. i did Woo. Oh. Oh. wow yeah you really, down got, now. really messed up there buddy i gotta say Oops. though now now what we got to do now, yeah exactly <laughs> now now apparently uh to, to you know redeem ourselves we have to name all the presidents in order or something without looking them up um yeah you can't start. do that you start we'll do that during the break uh 617-779-7937 there's your phone number when we come back we'll talk over some playoff scenarios as the patriots still very much alive so are the raiders even though they just benched their quarterback uh the jets the dolphins all those teams we'll talk about who realistically is going to be getting in right after this t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.